Draw, lose or draw, where today we are going to do a Scottish Championship away day guide for the upcoming season. We've got nine away days to go through in the hope that COVID restrictions allow us to attend these clowns. Joining me to look at them are David Forrest. David, how are you? Hello, um, it's great. I'm looking forward to our game in the last 16 of the League Cup. I missed the end of the game yesterday, so I bet I assume we won 4-1. So, you know, onwards and upwards. No spoilers here. And also joining me is Mark Wallace. Mark, how are you? I'm pretty good. Yep, good to have you here. We'll start, we're going to go through these in alphabetical order, and we're going to start maybe with a favourite to win the, the the title of the best away day in the championship this season. Or Broth is first up. So Mark, I'll come to you first. Where's good both, to go to well, on our Broth? Well, uh, our Broth is a personal favourite away day of mine. It's a great place to visit. You can, there's, I mean... What football club wouldn't give anything to have an adjacent amusement arcade? I mean, like, our bros already off to a flying start for me with that. I mean, you'll get Pleasureland, who, like, great. Not to mention the very excellent Tutty's Nook across the road from the stadium, so very, very easy to access. A brilliant pub. Locals are nice folk too, and also they are bro smoky. I've I've had the pleasure of having one. We went up in a pre-season friendly a few years ago and had one. I had one then. Oh, it was it was definitely tremendous. So yeah, I'd put our broth up high and give our broth about nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. I'll write that down. I'm surprised when you said uh, clubs that would give anything to be adjacent to. I thought you were going to go the sea, but fair play for going pleasure land. That I would give a lot of money uh, to be adjacent to pleasure land. David, our bro. Clues in the name, man. <laughs> much echoing Mark sentiments. I am a bastard for an amusement arcade, right? I love them, and you don't get them very often these days. It's all in bowling alleys at the Forbes, or like you don't get them very often. But there's just a bona fide, full fat fucking arcade right there and it's 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 amazing they've got a Sega rally machine you've got everything and then you come out of pleasure land and then you've got the, the shop across the road and the fish and chips so i am um, we kind of had a remit where we all kind of took like talked about different things from each thing so i was told the the chippies and the general stadium um, I would say that the chippies are both are fantastic. There's one across the road. It's like a full-on restaurant that they sell smokies that you can take home. So whenever I go, my wife always gets me to buy smokies and I have to smuggle them into the game um, because uh, she wants to take them home. And um, yeah, there's some great pubs and the ground. It's it's a proper ground. I had them. Um, I I ranked each one one to nine in terms of best chippies and best stadium. Our brofer are by far and above the best. I think they came second in my um, chippies. 
and third in my stadiums. And the other two stadiums did not rank well in trippies, so I both were my top uh, my top one here based on my average. So I'd, I'd have to give him a 10. Just for the Sega Rally machine alone, but there's so many other things to it. It's fantastic. Right, David, fair enough. You've given them a 10 out of 10, but the second best trippies, that, that's wild. I look forward to finding out who could possibly have beaten an Arbroath chippy. Don't want this to turn into like a a smoky propaganda podcast, but my goodness, like they are worth going up there for just alone. You don't you could go up, drive up, have a smoky supper, don't watch the football, come back home and you've still had a great day out. I went up there with Kirsty last year and it was a great day out. It was freezing, blown a gale. Don't think she enjoyed it. Don't think Partick Thistle players or staff enjoyed it, but I had a great day. It's wonderful and the the pies are great, but I'd say it's the only ground I would favour outside food over pies. So I'm going to give our both a 9 out of 10. So they're off to a flyer. Uh, David, I'll come back to you with number 2. It's and it's another contender. It's Air Away. So Air, again, going with my two criteria, the stadium is a proper, like, I, I mean this in the, not in a disparaging sense, I mean this in a, a, a it's like a really big juniors ground. And I love Junior's Grounds, and I think it's just a fantastic weekend. You also have the snack van inside the ground, which is, is fantastic. It's a proper, like, old snack van that doesn't look like it's been cleaned in about 30 years. But the stuff's always really good. You do, like, good pies and chips and stuff like that. In terms of chippies, though, that's where it falls down, because there's no, there's no chippies near it. Um, at all. all the, there is one in Air, like an actual Air Town Centre, which is one of the best in Ayrshire. There is great pubs and stuff like that in here, but it's a it's a good walk or a taxi drive to the ground from there. So I think you have to take points off of that. You can't just um you you can't just go on and give them high marks because the proximity to anything is just um, nothing. But it's quite easy to get to from the train and stuff like that. Uh, there's a train station like a five minute walk away, but you're, you're very sparse with stuff around it apart from that. But no, the ground itself is fantastic, and I do love it. Out of 10, air away. Uh, I'll give it a, a 7. Maybe a bit controversial, Mark. Air away. I quite like air away. We've got a few pals out of fans. It's, it is a bit out of the way. It is a bit out of the way, but like, there's places near the train station. Um, Druthy Neighbours, I think it's called. It's really good. We probably were there for the First game of the the season in eighteen nineteen, they we lost That's nil, right. and um, it was no, it was really it was a it was a good walk, but like you could it's one you could definitely do when because the weather was like this, it was like twenty degrees, it was warm, like you can do that no problem, but like if you're going there in the winter and it's not very pleasant, it can feel a wee bit, yeah, it could be a bit rough, but yes. Yeah, as a ground, it's everyone's kind of like favourite ground outside their own their own clubs because of how kind of old fashioned it looks. Because you could you could genuinely take a photograph of Somerset Park uh, from either terrace. There's three side three big terraces, and you could stick a a black and white filter across it, and you would genuinely wouldn't know it was taken in 2021. So it's like it's got that old school feel to it. And um, the games between Thistle and Air are always quite spicy and certainly have been in recent times with the McCall and stuff. But yeah, 
actually quite like it as an away day. I'm going to give it seven and a half. Seven and a half out of ten? Seven and a half out of ten. I think I'm, I think I'll go higher. I'm going to give it away an eight. As you, as you've all said, um, fantastic ground. Somerset is probably, in my opinion, like the best old school ground to go to, maybe just ahead of like Capital for like a way end atmosphere. The pies in Somerset, uh, since, since we've been going, since we were uh, relegated a few years ago, been really good. Enjoyed the pies. Mark, a tip for you, if you got off at Newton on air, that is actually closer to Somerset Park than Air Station itself. So that's just, just a 15, 10, 15 minute walk from Newton on air. So it is quite a handy ground to get to as well. I'm going to give it an 8. We've not had much success there, which is maybe why it's not getting anything higher. Um, yeah, I've always, Air's always been a ground, like, I don't, I, it's not a happy hunting ground for us. I think I've seen us win there twice. Yeah. It's, it's a hard, it is, it is a genuine hard place to go for us. We've, like, we've got some really weird records in, the, uh, against some, some clubs. Air are one of them where we've got a really, our home record against them is really good, but our away record is really bad. And, like, up until recently, obviously, like, St. Mirren, so we were all we always beat them there, but they would always beat us at Fur Hill. So it's like just very thistle in its own way, really. Of like everything's a bit topsy turvy, but yeah, I'm seven and a half, yeah, out of ten for air, I would say. I was just going to say just because I remember the name of it, um, the Four Hill Cafe in your town centre is a fantastic cafe uh, for fish and chips. So I would definitely suggest that. There you go. Just before we move on from Somerset Park, a, a cheeky uh, self. But I self praise. I saved two penalties on Somerset Park, uh, the, the pitch at Somerset Park in an under 13 school game, uh, a few years ago. So, um, yeah. A good, a good ground for me. Happy memories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Dunfermline, which uh, could, but maybe won't be the, the next away day up for Thistle. Mark, I'll come to you first. Uh, do you like Dunfermline away? I do. I do like the family away. Um, plenty of good wee pubs nearby. And being in, uh, uh, being in Cody's, being in, um, the, the Elizabethan, or the Lizzie, as it's kind of affectionately known, which isn't too far from the ground, just down, uh, on the Halbeef Road. It's a great place. Uh, it's a great place. You get a decent view if you're behind the goal. And also if you're in the sort of northwest bit where you've got the segregation with the family fans, it can be quite, it can be quite fun, you know, it's like capital, but with actual, with actual legroom. And if we're going to go in about Dunfermline, um, the best football food in the country, uh, without any shadow of a doubt, uh, the, the Stevens Bakery Steak Bridey. Just utter culinary perfection. As I, 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 St. Johnston tried to, uh, made a series, St. Johnston today made a very good attempt to, um, Try to use up the Pars crown with this by bringing back their steak and chorizo pie, but I'm always going to be a steak bridey man. Best food in the country. Mark, that's um, Ross County on the phone, and the staggy pie wants a word. Tell them to have their people call my people. Their family gets an 8 out of 10. <laughs> it's a hotly contested crown. <laughs> an 8 out of 10. I'm with you on the food, Mark. The, the bridies at East End Park are really good. Similar I've to got the air. size of a dinner plate. They are insanely huge. Like, I get, 
I, I I don't eat pies or anything like that very often, but I usually I always buy one for my wife taking home. So usually I have to like put it and secrete it upon myself somewhere, and it's a pure nightmare with the bridges because they're just size of like so they're like really hard to kind of put in any pockets because they're that big. But um, no, I I would definitely suggest Stevens and uh, Stevens and Bakers is great. I believe they're the ones who have a twenty four hour drive through bakery in Dunfermline. You can go at any point and you can get Brady's and that there, which I probably shouldn't tell you, Matt, because you'll end up going to like 4 a.m. I think they have one in kind of be fan and Dunfermline now, I think. But they definitely they definitely have them. But um, their sausage rolls are very good as well. And they do donuts as well um, at the ground as well, which are fantastic. I do like a donut. So anytime I see one of those, I have them. They're very, very good. So even if you're not going for the main event, the undercard on the Stevens the Bakers is is fantastic as well, um, but Matt as well. You uh, you were eager to find out who could usurp our bro for best fish supper in the championship. It is Dunfermline, the brig. It's an absolute hallowed place in in Dunfermline. Um, I made you walk twenty minutes um, to go to it. It's it's just unparalleled. Ever since I got relegated, it is by a distance the best one. Dunfermline out of ten, David. I mean, I really like the fact that Dunfermline is a, it's like a, it's a proper stadium, and I don't mean that, like, you know, Ayr's like sort of an old school stadium, this is a proper facility that, like, looks like a Premier League team should be playing it, like, I should be hosting Premier League games, and I think it's a very good facility, and yeah, the food is amazing, and it's, it's in Fife, and it's just like, long enough where you can get to it quite easily, but as well as that, it's enough of a trip, but we always get beat every time I go horrifically, so, um, nine out of ten. Oh wow, you've ranked Dunfermline above air. Controversial opinions already. Um, Matthew, controversy creates cash at the end of the day. I think every time I've been to Dunfermline, maybe bar once, I've driven. Nice drive, like that. Uh, there's a Greg's Just pretty near the ground. Just watch your in the car park if you're a friend of mine. Oh aye, I remember that. You, uh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. nearly knocked one of them down. Yep. Um, <laughs> There's a Greg's pretty near the ground, which is always a plus point, but there's also the excellent steak brownies. Unfortunately, though, my experiences inside East End Park have been routinely negative. I remember nearly giving up on football altogether when Danny Devine scored a header. Uh, I remember Christy Elliott nearly breaking down uh, in a 1-0 loss there just after we get relegated. Um, Tamil wears red card. Just disgusting memories from that place, and when you're in the away stand, you turn to your right and all you can see is a graveyard. Um, so, Dunfermline away is not my favourite. I'm not going to go go too low, but I'm going to go six, six out of ten for Dunfermline. Um, it, it's not a a place filled with happy memories for me. David, we I'm need a few scuddings. <laughs> we need to. We yeah. need to win a few good, good convincing yeah. games. And then see we'll the thing is, I've up. actually, unlike you two, I've actually seen us win at East End Park a few times, including a four 0 win in the season we won the league. We've a recent memory, although like not very good recently, but like I do have some what are comparatively recent, because considering the the teams have we've kind of avoided each other until the last sort of couple of seasons. But yeah, I've seen us win at East End Park a few times. We'll we'll move on. Next up is Hamilton, and I'm I'm really concerned to come to you, David, because I remember <laughs> last year when we did this and you rated Dumbarton something absolutely obscene. Um, so I'm a bit concerned that Hamilton's going to be like your number one away day when we all know it's a shithole. But <laughs> David, 
Do you want to take us away on Hamilton? Right, so I am biased on this because I live down the road from Hamilton. So in terms of journey, it's literally easier for me to get to Hamilton than it is to Far Hill because it's like a 20-minute bus ride down the road. So for me, transport, fantastic. Love Hamilton. However, Hamilton is in a group of death here in terms of away days, right? I am by far the positive when it comes to Hamilton, but it's still stone dead last for me here because... The ground is is a shell. <laughs> um, you you obviously get to play uh, Aki's Toilet Lottery, where you go in and you might have electricity or water or heating or combination of the three, but never all three. And it's just yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, it's yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. But in terms of chippies, Equis down the road is fantastic. Equis is a fantastic chippy. They do amazing ice cream as well. It's probably far more exhilarating than actually going to the game. Much like our brother, you literally just go to Equis, get a fish supper and a nice team and then go home. And the Academical Vaults across the road is fantastic as well. I do enjoy that place. So I like Hamilton the town. I, I like Hamilton the club. What is that? But the what? stadium... Mm, no, no. So yeah, Stone Dead last. I'll give it... I'll be generous. It's, my, it's technically my local team. Do you know something? I'm going to I'm going to give them an extra point because they were once had a stadium sponsored by cannabis for like a year, and I think that'd be really funny. So four out of ten it is for Hamilton. Does that add to the away day experience? Depends who your dealer is. That's harsher than I thought you were going to go. To be fair, when you say you don't know what you're going to get in the toilets, when you get water, it's normally like up to your ankles. It's an absolutely <laughs> grim I don't place. Think that's water, Matthew. Uh, well, yeah, I'm really uh, only here to talk about like pies and stuff. And uh, the pies at Hamilton are absolutely grim, and they're normally sold out like sometimes before kickoff, but definitely always before halftime. Um, the only redeeming thing about Hamilton is I think you do get quite a good view of the pitch when you're uh, high. You, obviously, the stand is a good ten, fifteen feet off the ground in the front row, so if you're halfway to the back or to the back of the stand, you do get a good view of the pitch. Um, so that's really the only redeeming feature. <laughs> Very unlikable. The plastic pitch, um, rarely see a good game there. We don't have a particularly good record there. Um, for me, even though it's probably as the closest to me, it's probably not the easiest to get to for me, Scobride, either. Um, so I'm going to give Hamilton a four. <laughs> it might surprise you I'm not entirely fond of Hamilton, either. Um, it's oh, really... aye. Tell the story about your incident at Hamilton. We're not going to be doing that on this podcast. Everybody needs to know about me. <laughs> Over. It's possibly one of the worst experiences I've had at a stadium was that with him that day. It was it was it was horrible. Um, as, as what he was referring to, of course, is watching Thistle lose a last minute goal that ultimately condemned us to relegation. If, and we would have stayed up if we hadn't fucking drawn the game. Anyway, just just to say, just remembering your incident at Hamilton changed my mark to three for that. Fair enough. But uh, <laughs> Hamilton, yeah, Equus, great ice cream, highly recommend. Uh, I don't think away fans are allowed in the academical vaults anymore uh, due to an incident with a uh, not not thistle related, but like they stopped letting away fans in because they get turned over for like you have. To Was it to Rangers? Ta- I think it, no. I think it was actually like I think it might even be Falkirk. I don't even think it was anybody. Like, I genuinely do not think it was anybody like. Serious, if you know what I mean. But I uh, so like you need to go to the tap room, which is just further along the road from the academical vaults. It's not it's not terribly far. That's a decent boozer. It's nice, done up. It's, it's changed its name for the tap room now. I was in Hamilton the other week. 
but yeah, like that was that was always quite a nice booze. It was quite modern, like very trendy. Yeah, it was quite nice. I'll give Hamilton a four out of ten. Not anything lower because you you had an incident. Or you sticking with four? I'll sue you. Okay. I mean, you can't sue me for like defamation if it's a true story. Do you want me? To I mean, there is witnesses. There's verifiable witnesses. <laughs> Right, next up's Inverness. I, I'm going to kick off Inverness, right? Because my thing with Inverness is you obviously go up that road and Dingwall is undoubtedly a superior away day to Inverness. But at the same time, I think people overlook Inverness because of the Dingwall factor. If Dingwall didn't exist, Inverness would be up, up there in people's eyes with the best away days. Great drive. It's a cracking view from the away end. If obviously not everyone goes for the view. I don't go for the view. But it's a factor. Cracking view, you're right next to Loch Ness. Lovely hills in the background. The food in the Inverness Caledonia Stadium, again, not as nice as Dingwall's, but actually excellent. The sausage rolls are like square sausage and pastry. They're sensational. And there's obviously that nice, there's also that nice wee uh, supporters bar in the ground, which you can go into earlier uh, before kickoff and get. A scran and a drink and things like that. So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna kick off by giving Inverness an eight. I really like Inverness away. Mark, Inverness away. Love Inverness. Suffers a wee bit because obviously, it, like here, like we've talked obviously about Newton on air being closer. There isn't the same kind of thing for Inverness. So like the, the stadium is like way out of the city centre and it's very, very, it's, it's a long walk to get to, but like, the pubs in the city centre of Inverness are tremendous. Shout out to the Phoenix, great booze are there. Um, there's also you'd always go up for a, like a spoons breakfast. We'd go up in the early train, get there for like ten o'clock, and then go for spoons breakfast, and then just go in the bevy. And my pals to Inverness, it was oh, those were heady days, and we'd always win up there too. Just for the tape, Mark, you're boycotting Weatherspoon now, aren't you? Yes, yes, good man. But yeah, Inverness always get a, usually a good result against Inverness. The people of Inverness are very good pals of mine. Inverness gets a nine out of ten for me. I like it. I like it, David. Inverness. We have driven so, to Inverness several times. I have several happy memories with both of you actually. One route to Inverness, so David, go for it. Yeah, I mean, every time I've been to Inverness, it's been fantastic. We've won and we've had a great, great day out. There's a wee bar inside which is is quite good and stuff and yeah it's just it's just a great wee ground there's a great view and the drive up's fantastic. In terms of as you said with air like with air there's nothing around it. I remember the last time we went I wanted to get something to eat and I didn't want a burger from the thing so I went I went on a walk and had to get a toasty out of a cafe and a mountain bike shop because it was the only food within like a mile <laughs> of the stadium and. Um, it, yeah, so in terms of like actually like like chappies and stuff like that, there's one in Inverness which is award winning called the Clouds, which I'd recommend, but there's nothing near the ground at all whatsoever. So unless you want to eat a toasty in a cafe for a mountain bike shop, you're shit out of luck in getting any food around about the stadium. Um, but no, like as you say, the sausage rolls, um, some of the best in Scottish football, possibly only rival, the only one that comes close to Albion Rovers for me, but. Um, they uh it's a great ground. We always seem to win. It's always a fun day out, and the scan in the ground is good. So yeah, I'll give it an eight as well. 
some good scoring for Inverness there, a dark horse in our, our battle to be crowned the best away day in the championship. Um, four to go. David, I'll come back to you on this one. A ground we've not been to in two, three, maybe four years now. Uh, Rugby Park in Kilmarnock, a new addition to the championship this year. Talk us through your, your memories, thoughts, loves and hates about Rugby Park. I mean, Rugby Park's a weird one. Uh, like, it's easy to get to, like, um, on the train. It's a wee bit of a walk to Rugby Park, but not too much. You can easily get a train to go Marlock and walk. It's a 15, 20 minute walk. I've done it before. In terms of uh, the stadium itself, it is, it is, whenever you say to someone a Legoland stadium, it, they, they always think of Kelly. It does look like it's made out of Lego, um, which can have an appeal, but also has its major drawbacks. Um, I think it depends on your sort of your your architectural taste, so to speak. But I, I like Kelly um, as a ground. Is, I think we were very contrasting. We either get absolutely scudded or we absolutely scud them. We generally don't have too many quiet days here, which is always good for a game. I respect it when you want to lose. You want to have a rambunctious game or whatever. Um, in terms of trippies, I actually messaged out to my sister who works in Kilmarnock and she didn't really think of any. Angelo's is probably the best one that she uh, mentioned, but uh, as well as that, the place to be I've been to before is fantastic. But as well as that, they have one of three wimpies left in Scotland. There's only one of two left in captivity. It's inside a bowling alley, but I think they're going to be shutting it soon. So if you want to go to a wimpy and you can't be asked on a dingwall, that that's probably going to be a shout for you. But no, Kelly's all right. I I I have no truck with Kelly, um, but certainly for the away day experience anyway. Uh, ten. Seven. See, I'm not going to uh, come back and like defend Kilmarnock, but I think maybe Kilmarnock being the the archetypal Lego brick stadium is a bit harsh because I think Falkirk and Ackies would immediately come to mind when I mentioned them before Kilmarnock. Mark, what, if somebody said Lego Brick Stadium to you, Mark, what stadium are you thinking of first? Probably Kelly, if not Livy. So. Oh, Livy's a shout. Livy's a shout. I think for me, for Kelly, I think the thing is, is it is necessarily the, it, it looks like the, the colour scheme and stuff that we used for it is literally the colour scheme you would use if you were um, making a stadium out of Lego. I think that's, that's the main thing for me as opposed to like Falkirk where they're a bit more bland and stuff but it's really bright blues and stuff like that. I don't know. It just, it, every, it always just screams Lego to me. That's fair. That's fair. Mark, Rugby Park. Big fan. I actually quite like Rugby Park. Kelly, you get a decent ability. Not the worst record there either. I've seen us win there a few times. Certainly get results. Um, Fanny by Gaslight and the Brass and Granite are two excellent, excellent boozers. Uh, so like, and they're not far from the the ground either. So like that, that scores high for me. Um, so I'd give Kelly a give Kelly a seven, seven out of ten. I rugby park again. I quite like rugby park. As you said, it's quite easy to get to. Um, I'm going to mark them down because they've stopped selling the Kelly pie or with the last time they were there you couldn't get a Kelly pie. You could get an Empire see, biscuit there's... with the Thistle logo on it but there was no Kelly pies. Um, I'll bring you back in a minute David but Kilmarnock's getting a six, six from this corner. I, again my sister lives near Kilmarnock and works in Kilmarnock and it seems to be a toing and throwing of like contract negotiations where they sometimes they did ha- they didn't took it away and then they brought it back for a wee bit then they took it away again and it's also muddled at this point that they might have a Kelly Pie, they might not, but yeah, um, the Kelly Pie was a big thing for everybody and when they took it away. I think 
the entire it was a loss to the entire football community. Firm agree. Uh, next up is I would say maybe the most divisive away day that we might have. Um, I can see some varying scores here. Some people love this away day and think it's one of the best away days in Scotland. And some people absolutely despise it, despise the ground, despise the town, despise everything. If you've not worked out yet, it's Greenock Morton. Um, Mark, Greenock Morton away. Are you a fan? Kinda, I think. Um, <laughs> Greenock isn't the bonniest of places. So, um, it's really, really not. Um, in terms of adjacent to Boozer and all of that, you can't really beat the Norsemen for that, but dear God, wait, have you ever been in the Norsemen? It's a fucking bear pit, man. It's, uh, it's I can't even believe it's not been demolished. Like the chippy that used to be underneath it uh, has has they been inhabited by a chippy uh, for about ten years. It's no great. It's really, really no great. Didn't they have the picture of Ray McKinnon in the dartboard for like yes, a they year? Did. <laughs> they were letting people throw throw. Uh, they put a photo of Ray McKinnon on the dartboard in the Norseman for the first Martin Falkirk game after he turned them he turned on them and went to Falkirk. And according to my other reliable source, Mister Martin himself, Evan McFarlane, people were queuing up to have a go. So, yeah. Yeah, the Norseman's no, the Norseman's nice enough. I would call it earthy. <laughs> I would call it earthy. Not, I wouldn't say it's a shithole, but um, I've been in I've been in pubs that are a lot cleaner, <laughs> and certainly have been in no other pub in Scotland that has wet toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair play, Mark, for basically giving the Oxford Dictionary definition of shithole, and then someone. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a shithole. Well, I'm trying to be diplomatic. It's like, it's, to be fair, I, it's so bad. The first time I went in there, I was like, oh, Stairs no. up to that pub looked like a crime watch fucking scene. Reconstruction of something very bad. Definitely yeah. not a shithole. The, the, the first time I went up the stairs, I was like, no, this isn't for me. And I just turned around and walked out. And then the second time I was choking for a pint, I went in and I was like, oh, fuck, I've left my ID in the house. But what if the ID made and I literally walked into the pub and was like, aye, that won't be an issue. I don't think anybody's been ID'd in this pub for about fucking 40 years. It's an experience. That's that's how I would describe it. You don't, you don't drink in the Norseman, you experience the Norseman. You know it's bad when Mark Wallace tells you that he met a pure weirdo in the pub. <laughs> that's the Norseman all over. Oh yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll freely admit I'm not always the best judge of character, but like, there are people I've seen in that pub where I'm like, yeah, no, don't come near me. Mark, I, I score out of 10. <laughs> I score out of 10 for Mark. Joe, I'm going to give it a 6. I'm going to give it a 6. David? Um, Capilo, I, I fucking love Capilo. I think it's one, of, it's one of the best crowds in Scottish football. They should never get rid of it. It is an absolute joy to go watch a game in Capilo. It's just, every, everything about the ground is fantastic. They use alls for the food, so that, that, that's fantastic as well. You do chips as well, which you don't always get in various places. And the, there is no finer view in Scottish football than being on the steps behind the goal, watching a game when the sun's going down. It's just incredible. 
but in terms of food around it, there is literally nothing around the <laughs> around uh, the ground. As Mark said, there's a chippy underneath the Norseman that's never been on. There's a chippy up the road that's turned into a Chinese, and the nearest chippy is 40 minutes walk. Um, also, so, a very adjacent McDonald's that's had the police phoned a few times uh, due to fans fighting in the McDonald's. I, I It's the only ground I've ever been to where I get scudded by a ball outside the ground. Uh, somebody took a penalty and, uh, or like took a shot and it went over over the stand and then hit me and then just rolled along into the, the shipyards or whatever, just completely gone. I know I love Capital, um, but it, everything, like, everything outside of Capital is not the best, so we'll give it, I'll give it a seven. I'm, I'm gonna be kinder. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go higher for Capital. For me, it's one of the, I'm probably quite a weird, sort of youngish guy in the sense that I prefer to get my, make my own way to away games than get public transport or a supporters bus but Morton away is one of the few where I will get public transport I think it, it's very easy to get to and it's like the perfect journey in public transport from the central the central belt I remember I was on holiday in Rothsey for a long weekend and I got the ferry over for the 3-0 the 3-0 win a couple of years ago when Doolan scored his last couple of goals cans back on the ferry Fantastic days. Some of my best away days supporting Thistle have been at Capital. I think the atmosphere when you're in the away end, especially when you're in the wee corner, the, I think it's the cowshed and you're right next yeah, to the home cowshed, fans. Yeah. That atmosphere is tremendous. But likewise, uh, as David said, if you're out in the benches, out in the open, that's also a fantastic view. The food at Capital, absolutely brilliant. Pies. Yeah, that burger, fan, like, that burger <laughs> fans had a makeover because there was like genuine, like, there was a while where it was like no way, like it's past health, like health and safety. Surely, some of the stuff that used to come out of that burger van. Um, I remember I went several years ago um, in a burger van in its, in its old incarnation, and yeah, it was it was fucking boring. I think the the best description I've ever heard of Capital was I once went to a game, and I'm I'm very conscious about littering. I don't like dropping stuff in the street or anything like that. So I had something I needed to put in the bin and I went up to a security guy and he says, excuse me, is there a bin about? And he says, just drop it, the whole place is a fucking bin. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Can I just add, there's something rather sobering uh, about um, standing up the platform at Cartstike Station after having left that five, that infamous 5-1 game hearing Morton score the fifth and hearing the Bob the Builder theme song play because Bob McHugh scored it and the absolute driving rain waiting for the train because I'd missed it. On, See, I'd missed the one that was going to be there for me like within five minutes and I'd stopped to go for a push in an industrial estate and missed the train and had to sit and listen to them score the last two goals. It's, if anything, it's character building. I, I said like some of my best memories supporting Thistle away have been at Capital. Some of the worst have been at Capital as well, but it, it's not soul-destroyingly bad, like getting scudded, I don't know, scudded goals at Hamilton or scudded goals at Livingston Airdrie. or whatever. Like, aye, Airdrie. It, it's always a great atmosphere, and you always you're obviously raging if you can beat 5-1, but you've got that sort of wee wry smile because you know Folk have got it right up here, and you're like, I can't wait to come back here to get it right back up you and we'll beat you 3 0 later in the season. The pies, I just, uh, I touched on earlier, the pies, the Scotch pies, I think when I did the pie review a couple of years ago, I 
think they had the best scotch pie in the championship. So looking forward to getting back to sample on that. I'm going to give Morton, perhaps controversial, but I'm going to give Morton a 9. Morton away is, is brilliant. Yes. David, Queen of the South away. What do you say about Queen of the South away, man? It's... I, I love it. Like, it, it's great. You, they, they dated Dumfries. Dumfries is a great town. I remember the first time I ever went to Dumfries was, was with Park. And um, someone, we were walking down the main street, someone uh, went, Dumfries is a shite hole, I want to go home. And Mark actually challenged them on it. And I actually said, what the fuck are you talking about? No, it's not. And then <laughs> and he just started this thing. And he was right, it's not. It's a great wee town. And um, there's plenty of great, uh, great wee chippies about. There's pubs all around in Fries. Um It used to be, uh, obviously, but, you know, again, on record, we're boycotting Spoons now, but we used to go to the Spoons quite a bit in Dumfries, and that was always quite good. But there's a whole bunch of boozers all around the town and near the ground that you can go to that are all um, fantastic. The train journey down is amazing. It's just so much fun. It's just, yeah, it's a great away day. And the ground itself, I don't think it has the character capital or Somerset Park, but it's, it's, it's better than like an Aki's or any other put it that way. It's, it's certainly it's, it, it's a good ground. Out of 10, David? Uh, I'll, I'll give it an 8. An 8. Mark, Queen of the South, are we? Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, the train down is just messy. Like, you're, you're on the cans for about 9 in the morning. Like, it's, it, it quickly goes to just, re- just really, really good times. And yeah, like, Obviously, I fell on the boycott spoons thing. The the, the Robert the Bruce uh, pub, Dumfries Town Centre's really nice. Or was not naturally. There are other pubs. There's the Hole in the Wall. There's uh, the Spread Eagle Inn. Ugh, you can't. Like, the, the, there's uh, so many great wee places in and around Dumfries. They're just utterly tremendous. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten for Dumfries. Wow, crikey. I was going to say, there is a wee street um, on Dumfries Main Street when you cross over the bridge, and if you go, if you turn, if you're coming from the ground, walking away from the ground, you turn right and then go up. There's a wee street there, and there's like a bunch of pubs in there, nestled in pubs, but it's all like wee narrow streets and stuff like that, and yeah, the pubs in there and the restaurants and that, they are fantastic, so it's it's a strong place. I'm going to be controversial. It is probably not even close to the top of my list of ladies. As I've stated, I like uh, Scottish football cuisine and Palmerston's is quite frankly a disgrace um, you go in to a Scottish football ground and you ask for a steak pie and you're told we don't sell steak pies here what's that about? Do you deserve SPFL status? I don't think so the ground itself not my favourite, plastic pictures are automatically a point down weird old banners in the ground about we know our manners I've had my run, albeit it is a great trip down. We have had a fair amount of success there in the last few seasons. And when you park, there is a Greg's nearby, which I normally go to because I don't want to sully myself with our disgusting scotch pies in the ground. So um, I do normally get a Greg's post and pre-game. Um, I'm going to give Queen of the South a six. And to be honest, it is because their f- uh, catering is a disgrace. And you've got to remember they have a seagull problem. That's true. A seagull problem. Um, David, unfortunately, you have not been uh, to Kirkcaldy to see Wraith play at Starks Park. So, Mark, I'm going to come to you on this one. Wraith away. Are you looking forward to it this year? A wee bit. 
But um, I, I don't think Ray. I think Kirkcaldy's a bad at all, a bad away day at all. Um, not always. Again, like it's not a happy. It's not always been a happy hunting ground. Although I did saw Chris Dolan score an overhead kick there, the very first time I went. Kirkcaldy's a no bad away day. I have fond memories of the Novar Bar, which is not terribly far from Starks Park. It's great wee pub. It's like pub restaurant kind of thing, like. Similar to the tap room in Hamilton that I talked about earlier on. Uh, quite nice, apparently. Get pals who've gone up, like, like, they've been out and about in Fife and, like, they like to go there and the food's apparently really good there. Uh, and I've never had it myself, but I always found it to be a really good pub, so, yeah, I'll, you know what, I'll give Kirkcaldy a seven. Seven, that is fair. Uh, I'll probably join you on giving them a seven mark. I've only been once, but. My memories were that the steak pie was absolutely sensational. Um, it's a nice old ground. I think the, where the away fans go in the corner or where I was in the corner when I was in the away. And it's quite a really nice throwback to, to decades ago. The football is almost like old fashioned benches you're in and uh, it's quite a nice view. Obviously they've gone to a plastic pitch, which again, a bit of a shame because it's a nice old fashioned ground, but, um, yeah, Kirkcaldy, really? it's, a, it's a nice driving. Years ago now, like down at the bottom of the road, past the main stand, there used to be a pub called the Starks Bar, which genuinely looked like, if it wasn't actually, uh, like somebody's living room that had been converted into a pub. And like it was it had loads of like memorabilia, like the Bayern Munich shirts from the when they played them in the UEFA Cup that they never mentioned. Mark, if we went 1-0 up against Bayern Munich, we'd fucking mention it next 15 See, years ago. I'd, I'd get it in every conversation. Well, but, so um, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to have any more conversations <laughs> if we went 1-0 up against Bayern Munich. <laughs> like, anyway, joking aside, the Starks bar is certainly, char- certainly a bar with character, but it's long gone now. And I'm not really surprised because it did genuinely look like it was like, sho- shoehorned into somebody's living room. So this, it was a carpeted, like a pub way, like full-blown carpet and all the way through it. It's different. <laughs> I, w- I would say about um, about Rafe, I've not been to uh, into the ground or anything. I did go to King Kirkcaldy actually a month or two ago. Um, uh, my father-in-law, uh, he used to work in Kirkcaldy and he'd like to see Rafe Rovers uh, every week for a period of time. And um, Kirkcaldy's a great wee place as well. It's by the sea as well, so you can, you know, it, it's not that far from the sea to ground either. There's some great pubs in there, and as well as that, it is in Fife, and it is categorically impossible for a town in Fife to have a shite chippy. They're all amazing. Doesn't matter where you are, you throw a dartboard, pick any chippy, and they'll all be amazing. So, even though I've not been there, I've seen it on the TV, and it looks fantastic on the TV, I'm really excited to go to it, and I think it's going to be a cracker of an away day. Yep, so, Mark, David, thanks. Thanks for your input. The results are in. So I'm going to run through the, the table in reverse order. Some controversial ones, maybe, if you disagree. Um, I'm going to guess it's David you disagree with. Maybe myself on Korea of the South, but mostly David. So that's um, you can at him on Twitter. In ninth place, deservedly so, Hamilton Ackies, the worst away day in the Scottish Championship. Congratulations. In eighth place, we have Kilmarnock. Seventh place, Wraith. Sixth place, very harshly, Greenock Morton. Fifth place, Ayr. Fourth place, Dunfermline. Third place, Queen of the South. The second best Scottish Championship away day, Inverness. 
and the best Scottish Championship away day this year that the Thistle support will go to is our both deserved winners of the best Scottish Championship away day. I'm sure we'll all agree. David Mark, anything else to add before we, we call it? No, really. I just hope I, I, we can get to go to these. That's all. Because I saw uh, that uh, Motherwell uh, have given Hibs 2,000 tickets for their game uh, in the Premiership. So like, I'm hoping that like there'll be a similar kind of like feeling towards the Championship because you're going to have a lot of people who are going to like, you'll have clubs like us especially. Like, you'll have, a lot of Celtic Rangers fans won't be able to go to games. No really funny is like maybe try to court the old firm or anything like that, but like, you're gonna want to cash on that demand, surely. And I think that's something that we need to look at, cause I obviously saw that Hibbs Motherwell thing and I thought maybe, um, the idea of us getting to go to games and like, they're not really being a cap, so to speak, on the amount of tickets. Or the amount of fans that were allowed will be something encouraging. I think that we it's been we're probably one of the luckiest teams in this situation at the moment because I mean the team at Farhill have absolutely moved heaven and earth to get as many of the regulations ticked off to get as many people in. They've done everything they needed to and the like literally St Mirren was the first game that that I missed of all our games this season so I went like six in a row being able to go and we're kind of in that sweet spot where um, we have a big enough stadium where we can, uh, most of us can go uh, safely and space out but as well as that we're big enough whereby smaller teams who are desperate for a bit of money and can't sell all their tickets they'll see us and they'll go oh, we'll, we'll be able to punt tickets to them and we're getting to go to away games as well which I think is really handy but if you're Again, if you're Rangers or Celtic, there's no chance everybody's going to get to go to every game, if you know what I mean. Like, and especially even with like the friendlies and stuff, and it's a bit more stunted, whereby you know people are going back in stages and stuff like that, and they're, they're probably going to have to do the lottery for a bit longer than us in terms of going. Whereas I don't think we'll necessarily have to do that. So I think we're in a very lucky position with that, where hopefully we've got enough of a pool as an away fan base to let to have teams um, offer us tickets, but as well as that, we can all get to go to Fur Hill. Fingers crossed, that'll be the case, yep. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was going to mention, are we just not going to talk about the St. Mirren game? No. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fine by me. Nope. Uh, David, Mark, thanks thanks for your time this afternoon. Uh, if you're listening to this during the week, stay tuned on Friday when we will be releasing our special ban-led look back on Partick Thistle 5 Falkirk now from April an episode that David's put a lot of hard work into and we're really excited to release that so that'll be out on Friday um, we'll be back the following week with a look back and hopefully our first league win on course to back to back we hope so David, Mark, enjoy the rest of your day wherever you've been listening, stay safe and buy a season ticket <laughs>